Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, an all new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. This week, based on a conversation in the Craft Root Sports Facebook group, we are rating our beers on the cereal scale from Raisin Bran all the way up to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Boo! Uh, <laughs> Scott disagreeing with the scale off the jump. Uh, Scott, what are you drinking tonight? I disagree with the scale, but I do not disagree with this beer. I am drinking Key Lime Smoothie IPA by Austin Brothers Beer Company out of Michigan, and it is a 7.2 ABV kick-ass beer. little New England-style IPA, vanilla bean, and key lime, and... Whatever whatever cereal is your favorite, uh, I'm pouring a big old bowl of this right in it and using that as the milk. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch, deal, got it. Uh, Drew, you son of a bitch. Drew, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I got a Imagination Supernova, also a New England IPA. Uh, this stuff is amazing. It's delicious. Off the jump, the, the the aroma when you crack the can is fantastic. It's smooth. It's got good flavor to it. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. So just for now, I'm going to say I'm really excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. I like what I taste off the jump. So I'm going to say it's churro cereal. Oh, churro cereal. All right. Uh, and Wait, I- is that the one that's, the, that's made like... Golden like churros <laughs> yeah. no 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 but i'm saying it's like it's supposed to be like cinnamon toast crunch it's the same same oh beer. all right uh, uh, that's my apologies then you know it's got actually i want to amend my statement it is donetti's cereal i don't know what the hell that is so mike what do you got <laughs> <laughs> i am drinking a cinnamon roast crunch this is from uh noble ales works in anaheim california it's a low ABV milk stout, uh, 5.4% ABV, which is a little low, but it's got really good ratings on Untapped. Uh, this is like a coffee-flavored milk stout, but it's golden, and golden stouts always mess with my head, man. Anytime you pour a stout and it's not dark, it creeps me out, but this one is delicious. It tastes like I'm eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch with a little bit of coffee. I would say it's not quite to Cinnamon Toast Crunch level yet on the scale. I'd put this maybe at Cocoa Puffs, like just below Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But it is up there. Fantastic brew. I'm looking forward to seeing how this one holds up. We got an awesome show coming up for you guys tonight. Be sure to chime in below. Let us know what you guys are drinking and rate it on the cereal scale from garbage, disgusting raisin bran all the way you up to cinnamon toast crunch. All new craft fruit <laughs> yeah, sports. I'm going to have to separate you two tonight. I swear you to are. <laughs> Before we kick off the show tonight, uh, there's something that I wanted to uh, speak about here. Recently, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Joe Hall, was involved in a motorcycle accident. He got hurt last night. 
Uh, we put it out to the group and asked our Facebook group to chip in and help Joe out any way that they can. Uh, he's going to be dealing with uh, a surgery on his arm that he had today. He's likely going to have a surgery on his pelvis. Uh, his face is all busted up. He's in uh, some rough shape. So we threw it out to our, our listeners, and you guys absolutely delivered. Since last night, we're less than 24 hours into this. Uh, we've already raised almost $1,700 for Joe. So thank you guys for being absolutely amazing human beings and helping him out. Uh, it was it completely renewed my faith in humanity to see that go out there. Uh, so thank you to you guys. If you guys want to chip in and help out Joe, you can PayPal uh, craftrootsports at gmail.com or just shoot us a DM and I'll, I'll give you the directions on how to get it. Uh, this is Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? Get well soon, Joe. I am feeling great, feeling good, but I'm going to take a moment of silence for our fallen King mm. T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman. All right, yes. Well, well played there, Scott. Drew, how you feeling tonight, man? I'm hanging in there, man. It, it, it was a tough way to start this morning seeing that about Joe. Uh, glad to hear that in general he, he will be on the mend. Glad to hear that we're able to support him as a community. We may not have a lot of listeners, but the ones we got are fucking we gold. We got some so damn good ones. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. And we got a great show for you guys coming up tonight where, of course, Scott is going to do that hockey uh, uh recommendation for biscuit last week where he wants us to name our top five hockey movies so we're going to do that as well uh we are going to make our first football picks of the year fellas it is that time we got football picks and a a new way that we're going to punish each other so we will get into that a little bit later on uh plus we're going to grill up some hot takes from kirk cousins uh talk some hard knocks and i'm going to put you to sleep with some golf talk but (laughs) before Before we get into all that, let's get into On Deck, and On Deck is brought to you by Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, if you want craft beer delivered directly to your doorstep, hit up Beer Drop. They're the way to go. Award-winning craft beers delivered straight to your door, starting at under $4 a servings. Our friend at Beer Drop can hook you up. Just fill out your flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans. They will curate a box of fresh, award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door. You can swap out beers, add more, or skip a month. And if you don't like commitment, you can still go to the site and order beers. Head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop and get $5 flat shipping on your order. Uh, Drew, you are going to lead us off this week in On Deck as I vamp to find the sound cue. <laughs> One hey, of these days, like, I'm going to have somebody like, who can handle all, all it. All you need to say is, if you need time to vamp, let me know, because I want to come in here and cuss out that AG of Ohio, Yoast. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Trying to prevent us from getting all our tasty beers from across the nation. So you know what? If you boys... Girls, if you're in Ohio and you can't figure out how to get your beer shipped to you with Beer Drop, get at me. We'll find a solution because <laughs> this is just not okay. Don't hold this down like that, government. Come on, support us. Now to the real news here, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about the way that this football season is clearly going to be like none other. Obviously, everyone's heard the stories of the way that the uh, the schedule is shrinking, the way that you know people are trying to figure out what their team is going to do if they're going to play how that's all going to work out but really the thing that i think is running underneath all of this is people aren't considering those most affected by the decreased amount of football and that's right we're talking about our friends out there in the desert uh yes vegas has already seen 75 percent fewer games on their boards for this season and, and in more seriousness honestly it's really kind of interesting to see how this is going to play out 
Uh, last year, there were 1,500 games involving FBS and FCS teams. This year, there are fewer than 400 games scheduled, let alone that it might get played. Because, again, let's be honest here. We don't know what's actually going to happen once you start getting into this. Teams start playing, traveling, figuring all that out. Um, COVID national champs. Yeah, COVID national champs calling it Undefeated. now. They're going to be wire to wire number one seeds. Like it's Undefeated not even be close. Yeah, That's right, exactly. And you know who's not going to be COVID? Father time. That's absolutely right. They're going to be around for a minute. And so it's just interesting to see because Vegas has already been talking about the impact this has had on them. Um, they had to pull the uh, All American Heisman Trophy Player of the Year type bets off the board. Because with the uncertainty of who's going to play and how much they're going to play, they're not sure they can actually honestly take bets on that kind of stuff. Um, and this is big business. There's a billion dollars bet legally on college football every single year. So, again, it's something that that is kind of interesting to see how this plays out as the season unfolds. Um, to me, what is interesting is that though we may have a contraction in the number of games, they're also speculating there may not be a change in the amount of money put down overall. <laughs> they, they may see less Degenerate's going to degenerate. There's a degenerate to degenerate. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that, uh, you know, when you make your money off of betting on sports, you're going to try to find that action wherever you can. But how are you going to do that when there's less games and, and tighter lines that you're going to have a harder time exploiting? So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Um, let's be honest. I don't do research anyways. I just win. So to me, this doesn't really matter. It just it's I'm going to be winning in more visible ways because people know the team's playing. But it's going to have an effect. And, you know, New Jersey is going to continue to be the, the armpit of America because they're not going to be able to make taxes off of all the money flowing into their legal gambling spaces. But I'll tell you, there are going to be some really nice Italian restaurants popping up when the mob continues to make money hand over fist of all those chumps out there. So this is, this is I'm intrigued those... to see how it plays out. Um, Middle America, they're going to be hurting because all those idiots in Nebraska that would bet 40 to 50% of their bettings on Nebraska Cornhuskers football when there's no Cornhuskers football to lose money on, how's that going to affect their economy? Well, May they become the next economic hotbed of America when all of a sudden all these idiots realize, wow, I can actually afford to pay my rent. <laughs> It'll be intriguing. Well, that's Let's what's interesting. That's what's interesting is like DraftKings continues to move into these new areas. Like they had a, a promotion. Not Ohio, though. And not Ohio those. yet. Uh, <laughs> they had a promotion on August 24th where they were in Illinois and they, they, to promote coming to Illinois, they offered a line of plus 81 on the Lakers game. So it was like a guaranteed win. They're doing the same thing with uh, the oh, Chiefs man. home opener. Chiefs home opener. The Chiefs are uh, going off at plus 101 in that game. So as long as the Chiefs don't lose by 102 points, you automatically win $45. Like they're just giving Wait, away... Uh are you sure yes. about that? Yes, or, the, or Chiefs, is it the Chiefs are no. the money line favorite. The at Chiefs plus are an underdog of 101 points because they're trying to get people to sign up, and uh, mm. to do that, they're giving away 45 dollars. They did the same thing with well, the Lakers fair, in I Illinois. That. Uh, it's like a 50 dollar max bet in Chicago. Uh, they did um, when the the Cubs were playing the White Sox. 
uh, both teams, you could, no matter which team you bet on, they were guaranteed to win the way they set the lineup. So it's, See, and, and I know Robert's going to cry, but I mean, we're all rooting for the Chiefs to lose by 102. 102. Right? I mean, I just want to see the bad beat. It's not even the yeah, it's not even the Chiefs. I just want to see the bad beat. That's the worst beat Here, in the world, the man. Thing, though. Ed's got it absolutely right. We need DraftKings in Ohio because I got a buddy out in Colorado who, who can get into DraftKings, and that insanity you just listed is not the only way to make money off them. They offer <laughs> teaser bets that you can easily parlay by putting in a little bit of effort so that you say, okay, I'm going to bet $2, and if this weird-ass thing hits, I win 40 but then all I got to do is lay five on the thing that's more likely to hit, and then I win 10. Now, for all you idiots out there that don't know how to do math, basically, you just spend $7 to guarantee yourself to win at least 10, so that's a $3 profit. You see how that worked out? You see how that math went? Did you, did you follow me? Do I need to bust out the whiteboard? Yeah, I think we're going to need a whiteboard at some point uh, during one whiteboard. of your, your so talks. Just, if we just want to do DraftKings idiot bets... I'm here all day for because I tell you what, there's two, three a week, and it's probably to lure people in, but at the same time, I think it's really, they just don't know how to fucking make a line over at DraftKings because it's a bunch of idiots making apps and they don't actually understand gambling. And and they, they understand it or else they wouldn't be expanding like they do. Um, we, oh, no, miss. Whatever. It's VC money. It ain't real. It, it ain't please. real money. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take you guys into some more college news. Uh, there was a study, that, or a study, an article that came out from the Intercollegiate today uh, where they dug into, they submitted a freedom of information request uh, for the rule books for hundreds of Division I college athletics. And this is girls' tennis, uh, men's golf, uh, football teams, baseball teams, all these different programs from Division I schools. And they went through the rule books to see just how well-treated these athletes are because we hear all the time about how college athletes are student athletes and they they can't have anything special and you can't get any free giveaways because that doesn't happen to the students, so you got to be just like the regular students. Except when you look at some of these handbooks and you realize that these athletes Athletes are held to a completely different standard than any of the other uh, students on campus. So they are basically uh, putting away. There's there's things in here. Randy Etzel from UConn has a rule in his handbook that says a player has to notify him if he wants to get married while he's in school. So basically, not only are they saying ask Wait the permission like of. Like, he has to go up to your coach and say, hey, coach, I'm planning on popping the question. I don't know if that means the coach can say yes or no. I'm just saying, like, they are required under their program rules to notify the coach of their intention to get married. So you're saying they they have they ask to get married or, like, their wedding day falls during the season? No, they ask to get married. They basically have to ask to propose. Uh, there are rules, uh, mainly among a lot of women's basketball programs, that say you're not allowed to date anyone within the program. So if uh, somebody is uh, of that persuasion, you're not allowed to date your teammate. You could be madly in love, but they forbid it. There is also instances where athletes... Dudes teams needs that shit too, because there's a lot of bromance that goes on that cause the same kind of problem. And that's what what a lot of this was pointing out, is the inconsistencies between how women athletes are treated compared to men, uh, the male athletes. Like a lot of women athletes are told... 
that they have to shower after a game. You have to wear a certain amount of what? jewelry. At, Are they uh, where? Uh, I can't remember which school it was, but one of the schools tells them that they are required to shower after the game. They're required to wear some jewelry, but not all jewelry at events with alumni. Uh, there is an insane amount, and I'll tweet out this link so that you guys can see it and you can read through some of this stuff as well, because uh, there's way too much to go through uh, in all in this short amount of time. But basically, they are limiting college kids who are allowed to drink. They tell them whether or not they're allowed to drink. Like it is insane. And the the craziest one that I found was they will fine kids for missing study tables or uh, dropping their GPA below a certain level. Like you are taking athletes who you are not paying and then you are fining them. No, no, no. Stop right now with that nonsense. They're finding them out of their stipend money. They're finding Doesn't them out of their stipend money. Doesn't matter. They're not getting paid. You're, they, you're, are, are they, they are getting paid. They're Drew, taking, they give Drew. them money, living expenses money. Okay, they give great. them living expenses great. money, and that's where they're getting fined. They give them living expenses money, money to pay for food, and then they take it away from them because they miss a study table. That's bullshit. You can't take an athlete who is not an employee and treat them like an employee. That's the bottom line. You are giving them an employee handbook and telling them they have to follow this or else we're taking away your scholarship, we're taking away your stipend money, that's being an employee so basically Look, dude, pay you're the never people. gonna win that's this all i'm saying with me because i'm in my 30s and if you gave me an all expenses an paid pass to the xavier calf i would be fucking stoked <laughs> like that's what they get as athletes and i don't see why that's not good enough you mean i can go in there and eat all of the 12 different cereals they have anytime yeah. i want as much as i want and i can put whole milk skim milk one percent milk chocolate milk in there Shit. Nowadays, they probably got soy milk, almond milk, that other milk that doesn't even make sense because how the hell do you get milk out of that thing? COVID milk. COVID milk. I love me some COVID milk. That stuff is fresh. I don't hate student athletes, Tyson. I just hate lies being propagated for the, you know, Whatever. under the guise of getting clips. Yeah, and he, views. he likes rich, rich old white men to stay rich. Yeah, how how come uh, all these lies about athletes not getting uh, their just dues? Whatever, I get it. Uh, Scott, all access to the calf is just dues, man. Yeah, yeah, I I know that's what I want to put my life on the line for. Scott, you're on deck. Well, now see, that's different. We didn't say about that, <laughs> Drew. It's your turn to shut up. Usually you're the one putting us to sleep with soccer talk, but I am going to lull the crowd by talking a little. I love that you, I thought for a second there that uh, something went bad on my side. All right, put him back. Put him back on. Put him back on. Come God on. Damn it, Zoom. Oh, you there he goes. He's back. Come on, you oh, idiot. God, you right. say mute. I mean, it was a perfect time for you to mute him, but good lord, man. You're killing the vibe of the show. Dude, no, this for is real. This is Zoom. I clicked several times. Anyway, Miguel uh, Oliveira, we've got to get, tip our hats to him because this dude had his first victory last weekend in, in the Portuguese circuit over there. And that's <laughs> big news because, I mean, you know, how often do you get your first victory? Like, you know, not often, right? But more importantly, dude got engaged. So congrats. Oh, congrats. Hey. The problem is this dude got engaged to his stepsister. Oh. His stepsister, who he's not only had a secret relationship with for 11 years now, they've basically been dating since they were about 13. So, yeah, this dude is marrying Yikes. his stepsister. What a way to celebrate your first victory, though. Like, <laughs> you're you getting that champagne poured on you, and you're like, you know what? This would be a good time to announce I'm marrying my sister. 
I mean, some people might say, well, it's just a stepsister and, you know, his father's second wife, yada, yada, yada. But it doesn't matter, man. They were they were kids together. They grew up and they claim they're madly in love. And they say it started out as a friendship and developed to this deep thing that turned into, you know, a real love. But here we are. People are marrying their stepsister. What is COVID doing, man? No, I, mean, I don't. You it, can't it blame that COVID. on COVID. No, this say, isn't Alabama. This no, is you Portugal. can't blame that it's on COVID, Europe, bro. You got to blame that 100% on every porn site that's on the internet. Oh, my God. From what I hear, that's the all the rage that's going on on those porn sites. I don't know. I, I, I haven't partaken, so, but I've seen... I, I mean, I've heard about it. I've seen the memes. That MILF was the most searched term on any porn site. <laughs> so I, I, I wouldn't know, but you know, nothing about stepsisters, especially if you're watching porn, you're not thinking, man, are they, are they going to get married after this? Like, is this going <laughs> to lead to nuptials? Like, even if you were like, eh, let me check this out. Is this really a stepsister? I don't know, but I hope they get married afterwards. Like, what is going on? Bill it's Sexton fun. chiming in. He going to rack in them Pornhub like, oh, see, that's dude, what I'm telling you. That's what I've been waiting for. So just, you know, sometimes life is serendipitous where it's funny. You mentioned Alabama because today I was on reddit under the data is beautiful thread and they had an infographic and the state that ranked the highest in searches on uh porn hamster or what is it xhamster.com for both cuckold and incest was alabama <laughs> in both categories separately I, I, I knew what i was was, I was doing gonna with say. That. alabama remains really high up there when it comes to any type of porn searches that you'd be like yep that sounds exactly like alabama we also think? now have our second punishment for the picks this season in the chat thread today. You uh, have to marry your stepsister? No, <laughs> fuck that. No, because well, oh, okay. first of all, we're already married. Thank God we found women to put up with our shit. But uh, no, Tyson Thorpe commenting post, post your search, search history. Oh, man, that's a good punishment. <laughs> so, that's a that's good the, punishment. That's real that's, good. Uh, well, wait till you hear the first one. Uh, what was the first I, hold one? Hold on. Give me a sec to scroll back up to give due credit. Um, Jesus. Uh, I'll post wow. my search history. Oh, here he is. No. no problem with that. Bill, it's called Bill, delete that. Shit. Incognito Bill, window, Bill baby. Here. No, Bill Sexton over here going, uh, I could just do the truffle shuffle outside of Starbucks for 10 minutes and make five bucks. <laughs> So that, to me, is the other punishment that we would have to do. And I don't know if we do it for 10 minutes or you do it until you get five bucks. Oh, but I like either yes. either option is fantastic. Uh, this has been On Deck, as always, brought to you by Beer Drop. Be sure to hit them up, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Get those beers delivered directly to your door, just like we drink here. $5 flat shipping. Hit them up, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Sell out. Hit the wrong cue to start with there. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, gentlemen, it is uh, that time of the week, the time that everybody loves, the time that we look forward to each and every time uh, we do this show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Scott, time to do that hockey. Uh, Drew, I will turn it over to you. Actually, let's go, Scott. Do you have an update for us before we get into the grilling uh, questions? Uh, m- most importantly, I told you my abs would make a comeback, and they they did, baby. They're, they're down three games to two, but the fact that they were down 0-2 last time we did a show proves that I know what the hell I'm talking about. You baby. do. Oh, look, nobody's doubting your uh, your my hockey, hockey prowess. knowledge. Like you are. Might. 
You are no. Well, I mean, haters. Some people might think that this is a joke, but I take this shit serious. Son. Haters gonna but hate. We Scott. were we were talking earlier before you hopped on pre-show, Scott. We were getting our stuff in a row because we're not the hockey fans, and we were like, "Look, we got to get this straight because when Scott comes on air, he's gonna crush us if we don't have our shit together." Yeah, it's damn straight. Yeah, we so let's do this. We want to we want to make sure we're good. Uh, Drew, do you have any questions for Scott for this week? Yeah, actually, he kind of led into it already to help me out with it. So. Ho- what do you think was the biggest key in your avalanche coming back around to, to get themselves in this spot to force a game seven? Killing them power plays, baby. They got better at it. That's the only way to, to make sure that you can even up a series is you got to make sure that you're killing the power plays and not letting the other team use that advantage to, to further push the uh, series towards an end game. Man, it, did, did it have anything to do with them scoring more goals than they gave up? Well, I mean, obviously, you got to score more goals, Drew. Let's not let, let's not patronize people here. I mean, any sport you have to score more than the other team, but it's all about the little details, like penalty killing. Man, come on. That, that's that's fair. So, what do you feel like is going to be the biggest key in terms of continuing to keep up that scoring? Well, they've got to keep pushing the puck like they have been. They've gotten more aggressive in there their own side of the uh, the ice, and they've, they've got to make sure that they keep that up to uh, close things out and win the next two. They're playing right now at 0-0 in the first, so. Look at you just on the ball with what's going on. Do, you GD right. Do you think that McKinnon can continue this unprecedented streak? I mean, there's no reason why he can't. I mean, he's, he's looked great so far, so I, I would expect that, you know, he's got two more in him. <laughs> And I appreciate you once again being just so goddamn good at doing that hockey. But I want to point out McKinnon is on Nate McKinnon is on a 14 game point streak for the avalanche. So that that right there, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching history. Uh, He could tie Mark Messier and one Bobby Orr. Never oh, he heard of Mark Messier or Bobby Orr, but uh, McKinnon is doing that hockey better than anybody right now. So there's no <laughs> he, he is absolutely doing that hockey. You're absolutely right. Go ahead, Mike. I'll All let right. you take it away. Here we go. Here. Colorado uh, is on the power play. Here we go, Scott. These are the uh, the questions everybody Man, you play that just like the in stadium announcer that does that for no fans at these games. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta like the show, baby. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into some serious questions here, Scott. Uh, I'm gonna all get right, my game right. face on. No more, no more screwing around. This let's is yeah, enough with the the lob questions. These are the the real hard hitters here. All so right. uh, Thatcher Demko won his first playoff start after the Canucks gave Jacob Markstrom the night off. So who would you put in goal for the next elimination game? Got to go with the hot hand mm. in the playoffs. You can't screw around, and the way things have gone this year with the the shortened season and the 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 tournament right into the playoffs, you're not looking to mess around. So I always go with the hot hand when you when you get to this point in the playoffs. So you're saying ride Demko. Just keep it, that, keep it going. Got to keep that, that goal going, baby. That sounds like solid analysis right there. That really is. Somebody's been, somebody's been uh, checking in on the, on the ESPN. All right, here we go. Ben Bishop, on the other hand, looked like absolute garbage in his only playoff action for the Stars. So do you think they go back to Anton Kudobin in net and count on defensive studs like Miro Hiskinen and John Klingberg? Uh, Do you think that'll limit their chances? Or is this the game where Rope Hintz (laughs) finally starts producing... Like you did what? What? What's wrong? Well, it's clear. It's clear like, that you did during last year's efforts, playoffs. By the way. It's Thank clear you. that you don't do that hockey. I know. Well, I know I don't do that hockey. I just wear the yeah, shirt, do but I don't hockey. do that hockey. Uh, so what do you think? Rope, rope, rupee hints, Ruby. 
Well, like I said, Cosby it doesn't show. really matter. It doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really matter what uh, Dallas does at this point because the Avalanche are feeling themselves. So they're going to close these things out. You know, they could put whatever goalie they want back there. They could resurrect any goalie of all time and, and just throw them back there. But the Avalanche are coming. So they got two more in them. They're going to finish this thing out. Dallas doesn't have a chance. So speaking of which, Scott, why is Patrick Raw the worst goalie of all time? Don't come at me with lies, Drew. I was going to say, shots fired on that one. That's that's blatantly false, and I will not stand. I don't do that hockey, and I know that is. do that hockey. All right, Scott, uh, the Flyers. You're a punk-ass bitch, and you know it, but all right. (laughs) The Flyers' best players finally showed up last game. They staved off elimination with goals from Claude Guru, James Van Rimsdijk, and Matt Niskanen. Does this team (laughs) have a chance to win two games against the Stingy Islanders defense and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals? What do you think? Uh, well, they did end up winning, uh, the last one. So, I mean, they've got a chance, but I think New Island, uh, New Island, New Island, <laughs> New Island, <laughs> New Island. I think that the I New like York it. Islanders, buy that jersey. <laughs> I think the New York Islanders are going to clamp down and, and go ahead and close this out. Philadelphia makes it, but Philadelphia has a, uh, a habit of choking. And, and so there's no way that despite, you know, getting that what? one, be able to finish this off. So a I'm Philly gonna, team choking. No, right. I know yeah, it's no. shocking. Also, I Scott, hear their fans are just how to do peaches. that hockey. It is weird. What can I say? <laughs> All right, so Tampa takes care of Boston in five games. Wait, now... when do I get to throw it? Oh, in go here? ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, oh, I, got, I thought I you, you I thought you were firing. Well, it wait, way. I was go gonna ahead. say, do you want to keep going? No, on you're good. Stuff? You're good. I only I got, got some... one. I only got one more question. So go for it. All right, all right, cool. So, like, there was a big uh, a big shift today in some some personnel within the league. What do you think that's going to do to the Eastern Conference? And honestly, do you think it was a play for the future or just to shore up the short term? I mean, it's the Eastern Conference. If anybody's still paying attention to it at this point, it doesn't really matter. So, I mean, it's more of a long-term play, but uh, I, I wouldn't be worried about it in the next couple of weeks. Can you name one of the two teams involved in any of this? Um, yeah, of course I can. The The Panthers. I'll give partial credit on there because the Panthers <laughs> did have an actual front office signing day, but what I was talking about was the uh, – uh, the, Canadians the Canadians and, and the, the Blues making the deal. There you see. There you go. You do it. Yeah, yeah Jake yeah. Allen sliding Wait, over to Montreal. I wasn't sure about the player, but I did happen to see the the, the Blues and Canadians in it. And the yeah. Blues won the Stanley Cup last year. Before you yeah. ask that question again, you son of a bitch. Timeout. Biscuit thinks uh, we've got a great game show idea. Me versus a dyslexic person, and we both try to read <laughs> hockey names and see who gets closest to being right. Closest to the pin wins. <laughs> Can I can I can I throw a counterpart I, in here? Because Jenna would kick your fucking ass. I, I mean, uh, most people would. I feel That's like true. what we need to do is let's do a game where we do an MMA fighter name and a hockey player name, and we have to guess which sport they play in, and then try to spell it. Like we'll have uh, somebody record it for us, and then we have to try to spell it. Hey man, we got thirteen live viewers right now. Why would we ruin that? I mean, not uh, now, not real, tonight. I'm talking future bits bro 
Real, real no, quick, that's, I, that's, I just want to throw in, you guys are always coming at me with stuff, and I just want to throw in something. Yeah. I, I think you, you mentioned Boston uh, losing to Tampa Bay, and I think yeah, I think it's time that... Assholes. Yeah, no doubt. Fuck that, that city and that team, but I, I think it's time Boston thought about maybe getting a little, little younger. That core oh, they got shit. there is getting older, and uh, they're not going to be able to, to, to get much further if they, they keep this thing intact, so it might be time to trade in some of those chips for some young guns. Get rid of the... Boston should blow it up. Get rid also, of the, yeah. the face I mean, liquor? I don't know about blowing it up but they definitely need to, to to get younger at some key spots hey i don't i don't want to distract from doing that hockey but ed mayall if this is confirmed tom Seaver just passed away wow that's wow man 2020 is brutal Fuck man this year dude that's brutal john um, thompson yeah. earlier this week too yeah robinson Man, all right, I got yeah. one more for you here, Scott, and then we'll get into our, our top Bring five hockey me. movies. We'll oh, just then I get segue. to keep breaking them over the coals, right? Uh, sure, I mean, oh, we can okay. we, we can move it along. I'll throw one more at All right, one more. Go, that, okay, yeah. all right, go ahead, Drew. You get one more. Go go one more. Oh, I get one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire away. All right. Well, you better make it good. Your last uh, see, that's shot. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm, I'm looking at here. So, you know, uh, Scott, you just you just talked about it here with the way that the uh, shit-ass lightning barely scored week to buy the terrible Bruins in Beantown. What do you think the addition of uh, uh, some new personnel in the next round might mean to their team? And is it a good time to add someone in considering you've made it through the first two rounds and beat some of the strongest teams in the league in uh, Columbus and uh, perennial cup powerhouses, Boston? I feel like again, you you shouldn't change what got you to the dance. And and Tampa Bay, you know, they know from choking it away the last couple of years, like not to mess with anything that's working. Like wow. I wouldn't bother adding players or, or changing up that chemistry. I'd keep things the way they are. So you're saying that Steve Samkos can suck a fat cock and stay at home. I mean, I don't know about sucking a fat cock, but I wouldn't be inserting him into any type of lineup at this point. I'd be like, eh, sorry, bro. Uh, we're doing fine without you. So we're good. you think so, you need to be better off inserting a fat cock in him. Got it. You mentioned, also, and, and Drew, the you mentioned. did not manage to score on that double minor power play. And right after the Stars killed it off, they got called for another hooking. Drew. So you, the Avalanche go back on the power play. You mentioned uh, Steve Stamkos. That was going to be where I was going to go and, and kind of talk about this. Uh, is Tampa uh, the best team in the East after taking care of Boston and five? Because as Drew mentioned, they're playing without Steve Stamkos and they Who's finished off of the Bruins without Nikita Kucherov. Without Cooch, Cooch wasn't even there either. So, like, I mean, when you're missing Cooch, it's a it's a rough right? time to That's, be out on the ice. But I, honestly, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay has to be considered the one of the best teams, if not the favorite at this point, because the last couple of years they've been the best team until the game's counted so i mean there's no there's no doubt that they've got the skill they've got the you know the players to pull it off but it's whether or not they're going to choke on a a fat one that uh, drew once you know i mean you really think that they have a chance against you know the uh the gritties or the new islanders uh, I would say that the New Islanders have much better shot at uh, at, at knocking them off than than, than Philly because I don't think that Philly's going to make it past them. But I, I think that Tampa Bay has a clear path. Boston was w- one of the tougher matchups that they had left. So Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup. I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> Scott, thank you so much for doing that. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Oh, you can't you can't cut it off now. He has to he has to make his pick still. See if he's standing uh, with what he said last. You're week. right. You're right. Uh, I, I think you know where I'm going. I, I'm still taking them Avs to to finish off this final two. I, I will take the uh, the the New Islanders to uh, finish <laughs> out that Philly series, 
And, uh, you know, there's no doubt that the Golden Knights are are, are mad about how the last season ended, and so they're definitely going to uh, make a comeback against Vancouver. So let's do that hockey. I'm so sorry, Chance, for stepping on the drop. I feel bad about that. Every time, Drew. Every time. Fuck, man. I know. But so I just want to clarify Scott's just calling, he's just calling who's going to be in the conference finals and backing down from calling the Stanley Cup winner like he had last week. Uh, did I say the Avalanche were going to win it last week? Did I back down from the fact that they're going to win it? No, they're definitely <laughs> well, no, going just, to win it. You just talked about how the Knights were going to beat you know the Canucks, the Avalanche were going to come back, and then et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and then I said the New Islanders were going to beat Philly. So I, I'm still going to I'm going to go with Tampa Bay and, and my Avalanche in, in your Stanley Cup final. There you go. That's there what you go. For. That's all, a right, all right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's give a shout out to uh, Boss Man Brands. Listen, everybody, whether you're rocking a hockey playoff beard or a quarantine beard or that baby face that Drew's got, our friends at Boss Man Brand can help you out from supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beard oils, pomades and conditioners. Boss Man Brands force that process will get your beard looking its absolute best. And even if you don't rock a beard, they've got razors and lotions that will make sure that your shave is buttery smooth. Uh, a bit on that one. Sorry, boss man. Head to craftrootsports.com slash beard. Use the code sports at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. That's craftrootsports.com slash beard. All right, uh, Bill. So all of your sad chin pubes sponsored by boss man Brand. <laughs> wow. Hang on. Tough, I, think, tough crowd. I think my beard is coming in somewhat decent. It's not huge yet, but it's it's decent at this point. And Scott clearly rocking a good beard. Drew, I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know. Bill, I, Bill nailed it. I can't argue with them. Sorry. You might be able to talk shit about my hockey prowess, but there's no way you can talk shit about this beard. Yeah, the, Scott's beard is fantastic, and my beard is is getting a little unkempt. I got to kind of trim it up a little bit, uh, but I think it's it's doing all right. I, I've been putting some of their uh, some of their jelly beard oil on. It feels nice and smooth now. It feels good, dude. I got to be honest. I still understand that because I hear jelly and I want to eat it. Well, I've tried it. It's not that it doesn't taste that good. Works great on your beard. Doesn't taste good. Would not recommend eating. Uh, all right, don't, let's don't, do. Don't smear it on some toast. <laughs> no smearing. Ooh, don't smear it on a bagel. <laughs> all right, let's do. Let's do our top five hockey movies. This was how Bill keeps trying to talk shit about me wanting to play frisbee golf. Like that's not an insult, bud. Also, uh, please use its correct term, frolf. Uh, anyways, frolf, let's yeah, talk. Exactly. Uh, Andy let's, Bernard would be severely disappointed in you. Let's talk our favorite hockey movies. This was a recommendation last week from Biscuit. Uh, we oh, got We got to set some ground rules on this because we had mentioned this last week when Biscuit brought this up. Are we doing Mighty Ducks as a franchise or as individual movies? It's got to be a franchise, right? Like we got to group the them franchise. together. Okay, so yeah. all Mighty Ducks movies are together. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so with that being said, uh, Scott. I will. Uh, Drew, let's go to you first. Drew, what is number five on your list of top five hockey movies all time? All right, number five here. And sorry, just going to borrow a little time while I uh, pull up my notes here and make sure I can count backwards to five. Perfect. I can do that with uh, that Xavier <laughs> education. And uh, number five for me would be Goon. Goon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Steven Stifler showing up again in the place that he belongs on the ice, just fighting dudes, having a great time and just being a hockey bro, man. Yeah. So number five goon. 
I'm going to jump in here, and I also have Goon as number five on my list because Stiffer oh, nice. on nice. Ice is a fantastic uh, flick. Goon is number five on my list. Scott, what do you got as number five on your list? I put Goon just out of my uh, top five, but coming in at number five, I had to go with the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Had to make it somewhere on this list, so I'm going with Tooth Fairy at number five with starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Read the you fucking notes. son of right. a bitch, Scott. You son of a bitch. I, I, I told you I was hoping to do that, but I didn't read the notes, so... God bless it, Scott. <laughs> All right, no, no, no. I can, I can salvage this. It's fine. It's fine. We can salvage this. I don't think this. so because nope. now I want to pivot. But nope, fine. we can Whatever. salvage it's it. Cool. I'll pivot. I'll I just, got this. I'll just pervert myself. I will salvage. I didn't want any. It's fine. I didn't it's want fine. any. I didn't want any spoilers. It's fine. Yeah, you fucked it all up, Scott. Uh, this wasn't even the spoiler. Dick. This was the text message thread about how we were handling this whole segment. You have me so furious right now. My face is so goddamn red. Seventy-five motherfucking messages today, dude. Like I. I can't get to him during the workday. I've signed off. And Drew got 75 it. fucking Drew messages. It. Drew knew what we were doing with this. You you said don't step on your joke. I didn't know what your joke was going to be. No, that you wasn't the joke. joke. That wasn't mean. the bit. I'm not talking about the joke. Yes, you can step on the jokes Damn within it. the top five, but you ruined the bit anyways. What are you, new Drew, here? what's number four? What, what do you Jesus got number four? Christ. I'm still going to try to save this, but he's probably going to fuck it up for me later, no, too. No, 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 no. Mike, it's okay. It's okay. Hold on. Before if you, if on, you don't like Tooth Fairy, the look, next two just, ain't going to do it for you. I It probably won't. But so what I'm going to do before we move into number four to like calm things down and like mellow it out a little bit is talk about our honorable mentions. And so our first honorable Mentions. Wait, don't do the honorable mentions because Scott will probably ruin oh, that right. too. Save those. those Save them. Go okay, go, go on no, to number yeah, four. We can't know because we everything is out the window, are, Drew. Everything is out the, the window. Mentors aren't gonna fuck us up. They'll only screw No, Scott, I know, so but it, I matter. might need to dip into those to save the bit. Oh, man, I do that hockey. Y'all ain't gonna sit here and talk trash. Mike, about me. you get to pick one, two, or three, then I'm burning the other two. <laughs> no, just go go with number four. Go with number four. We'll come oh, back this, to honorable mentions. Go to number four. My honorable mentions were solid. So they are solid. Shit. They are solid. <laughs> number four. <laughs> number four on my list of hockey movies was the Slapshot franchise. Because again, call. man, like that was hockey when hockey was good. And let's be honest, they could have honestly called that shit a documentary and you wouldn't have known. But again, number four is Slapshot. Classic shit. I mean, those brothers with the actual quality mullets, like those assholes from the Muddy Ducks Bash Brothers wouldn't exist without Slapshot. So very uh, Slapshot at number four. Very good. Very good call. Number four, I got Tooth Fairy. Scott, what do you got at three or at four? Sorry. Uh, I have the Nicolas Cage, John Travolta classic face-off. <laughs> face-off at uh, number four. It's one of the best hockey movies you can possibly see. That's a good. Right. That's four. a good call. That's a very good what call. What the fuck is happening? No, that's a great call. That's a great call. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you mad that you didn't think of it, Drew? <laughs> Drew, what do you have at number three? I'm just, I burned things because I was like, nah, man, we're gonna at least keep it hockey adjacent. Well, what um, are you talking about? Face off. The name of the movie is what is it, happens is at the hockey. beginning of yes, every hockey game exactly. ever. Exactly. Exactly. Face off. Uh, go. Yes. Go ahead, Drew. God damn it, Mike. I'm so pissed at you right now. <laughs> I'm so pissed about this. Why me? I didn't ruin the bit. <laughs> I didn't ruin the bit. Me. You're pissed at Mike. This is great. Because I got to I gotta give... No, fuck this. I'm doing it my way now. <laughs> number three, which would not have been number three, but I'm changing it intentionally to save one and two for what they deserve. Number three is Mighty Ducks. Because oh, this damn is it, I Drew. I could have saved it. 
Fine. Fine. Saved it. What the Fine. fuck? You dipped into Fine. the other thing. Number three, Fine. Wayne's no, World. Number three, number three is number Wayne's three. World. No, fuck you. Number no. three, blow me. Guardians. You ruined it. No, I'm you, doing it. I'm you ruined it. Fine. Pit. Mighty I'm Ducks. You blew it. Nope. You ruined it. Nope. Mighty Ducks is your number, number three. Great. My number three. Bullshit. My number three is Wayne's World. It's my fault. Yes. It's now it's your fault because I could have saved it. I could have saved it, but you ruined How it. How did you save this? If you would have argued about this, we could have kept moving on. Number three, Mighty Ducks, because it's a I, great series. We all grew up with number it. three, it's Wayne's one of the World. Few movies. I, I gotta say, I like this white on white crime. <laughs> What else is hockey, Scott, besides white on white crime? Who well, fights each Scott, other in the middle of the ring? Scott, what's your number three? Well, uh, Ed just took my number three. He, he's reading my mind. I have Happy Gilmore at number three. Mm, yeah, yeah. God damn it. Happy Gilmore yeah. coming yeah. out of a solid number three. That's a good, that's a good solid three. Drew, what's you know your number what, two? Scott, I'm so glad the stars just scored. <laughs> Fuck you and your avalanche. Uh, it's okay. There's plenty of time, baby. We're good. <laughs> Drew, what's your number two? I don't even know anymore, man. Good. Drew quit. <laughs> my number two. My number two, Swingers. I went with Swingers for number two. Oh, I missed. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a terrible deep fucking cut. goal to give up, by the way. Deep cut on that one. Scott, what's your number two? Uh, I am going to, to, to bring it back to uh, Miracle at, at number two. Oh, Miracle is very my, good. my number two. Very good yeah. call. Wow, that actually, is actually hockey. Uh, Drew, do you want to jump back in on this and give two and one? I do. Okay, I what's your two and one? I want to throw a shout out to number two being Ice Guardians. Fantastic film on Netflix. Gives the history, the evolution, and the importance of enforcers in hockey and why it matters. Without guys out there throwing fists to protect their players, their teammates, injuries go up, careers are shortened, and the game suffers for it. So that's why that shit was number two, which I made number three to play along on the bit that Scott couldn't bother to be involved in. Very good call. Uh, Do that hockey. You won't talk to me. Who's your number one, Drew? What's your number one? My number one is The Russian Five, the somewhat documentary film about the success of the Russian Five line from Detroit back in the late 90s that brought us our Stanley Cups. Absolutely quintessential time of my life, my childhood, but high-quality hockey played by tacticians that understood and played the game at the highest of levels, but then also had it end tragically early with that terrible limo crash. Great film, I dare you to watch it and not cry. Uh, all right. My number one, Threat Level Midnight. This was the Michael Scott movie that he did in The Office about Michael Scarn. Oh, uh, yeah, solid, where he solid. he saves the NHL All-Star game by becoming a hockey player, uh, playing in the game, and uh, knocking the puck out of the stadium to save it. Plot twist, the president was in on it. Scott, what's your number one? There was never a doubt. Coach Bombay and crew, the, the whole franchise, Mighty Ducks, baby. Yeah, yeah. So that was going to be your save is we were going to go 3-2-1 Mighty Ducks and you and go. And I was going to bust out Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, way to fuck it up, Drew. Way to Dude, fuck why, it up by bringing why, up. Why did you pull from the honorable mentions then? Because I thought you just mailed that shit in. How did you <laughs> No, I told you threat... I could save it. I told you I could yeah, save it. Yeah, but you never mentioned Threat Level Midnight pre-show before this idiot showed up. This has been uh, our top five hockey movies, everybody. Thanks for this biscuit. I, I, I yeah, fucking a, asshole. I pulled a pin and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing 
leading up to this. I have this. never been so simultaneously <laughs> mad and excited at the same time. Oh, this I mean, was the best skit ever. I mean, it basically worked out way better than what it was going to. Like, it let's really face did. it. The original gag of you guys having the same number one and me coming up with what I was originally going to say was going to be Tooth Fairy. Oh, goal that was going to be my my number one. I was going to say Tooth Fairy. Well, you guys said Mighty Ducks. And it, haha, that's funny that Mike uh, ruined the 3 2 1 again. But this ended up working out way better. Um, but goddamn, that was. I never consider a threat level midnight, though. That's brilliant. Man. It was on my list the whole time. That was going to be one that I surprised you guys with. That was going to be my number uh, two just out of the. Oh, Tyson, next week, golf movies. Ooh. thought face off was the best face off was well done that was the best part about face off was how long it took drew to get the joke like oh, no, did... i understood the joke it was fucking stupid though because <laughs> i knew the best part was when i when i thought about it that was when i texted you guys i love my go- or my hockey list and i was like this one will probably piss drew off face off was <laughs> so does. well done it's a terrible movie to begin with uh, bullshit was... golden guns see, the problem is the problem is is that mike we like we talked some of this stuff and i had some plans like when we threw out the Happy Gilmore, I was going to say, yeah, exactly. Like that quality movie, that's a hockey movie, just like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Actually, that's what I was, that's what I was that thinking. Yeah. That, that was what I was thinking when I did it. I was like, it's right. as much like, a hockey movie as Die Hard. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely it is. But man, I was, so I was, I had my list of all goof movies and I was just going to change whatever one you didn't say. I was going to use as my number one to keep, to save the bit, but then Drew throws in Mighty Ducks and fucks up the whole bit, so then it's complete shit, and this whole show well, is see, gone here's the thing, dickhead. You could have sent that shit to me pre-show. I like, said I saved it. I said I could save it, and you no, still threw out Mighty Ducks. I can save it live on air doesn't mean shit to me, because I'm Whatever. not talented. I Whatever. wasn't a professional I, performer I like who Mama did stand-up that could handle this you had one job drew mighty ducks at number one that was your one job and i said i could save it it wouldn't be up to you all you had to do is keep mighty ducks at number one that's it but it doesn't it's matter not number one it though. worked out way better <laughs> you asked me to lie to begin with and i wasn't cool with it but i said but you know what for the betterment of the show i'll fucking bite the bullet here and just you know take one up the ass because of this <laughs> but when scott fucked it up i was like no i ain't doing this man. Robert, like russian five number one all robert day. taylor uh the skit getting fucked was on brand so good job yes it was it was uh, it was true. typical yeah. craft root sports uh i don't have any uh any transitions or sound cues for this but it's time to make our football picks it is well, see, football thing, season Mike, is, we need to get a drop of just a dumpster fire I don't know what that sounds like, but we need one because that would be the transition out of this segment. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good point. I I have a gift. That sound of could pretty much just be playing in the background. Yeah, it could just be the show. I mean, like right, exactly. we should change the show name to just Dumpster Fire. I feel like that would be the yeah. the better thing to do. All right, so here's how we're gonna do picks this year. So we struggle to come up with punishments every single week, and then we get punishments and we don't do them. Like, we're horrible at it. So here's what we're going to do this year. We are going to keep track throughout the season, and whoever has the best record at the end of the season is going to get to punish the other two guys. Uh, you will get to name the punishment, uh, and, and the other two guys have to do it individually. Like, it could be something they have to do together. It could be something that they, you know, each one has to do something different, whatever. We'll do some things along the way where it's like, hey, special week, we're going to go ahead and do two picks, and if you lose this, this week you have to do a punishment type thing but basically it's season long is what we're looking at going so i will pick three games each week 
that uh, we will pick from. You guys are going into this blind, so because of that, I'll take whatever's left over. So you pick the the games, I'll take whatever the third one is. Um, we're picking against the spread because Scott can't do it. And My God, I hate the spread. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you didn't even sugarcoat it. Just you are. Do it and it's so true. You are terrible at it. So let's get things started because this week starts college football. College football kicks off tomorrow night. Uh, uh, college football kicked off last weekend. It did, but that was just FCS. Disres- just disrespect the FCS players. It was out FCS. There risking their lives. I don't. I don't count the high it. school players out there risking their lives. Maybe if they were getting paid, I'd pay more attention. Drew, uh, why yeah, don't you definitely <laughs> getting paid down there? I'll tell you what. Why don't you go first? Pick a number one, two, or three. Uh, two. Two. All right, Drew, you have Arkansas State at Memphis. Prime time, Saturday night, 8 p.m. on ESPN. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait. There's college football this weekend? But, did, like, for, did for you real, just, for real. Did you just black like, out for the last 30 seconds? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to believe this is true, but like this is like, college football starts I've tomorrow. Been the articles, but like it's actually yes. going to college happen. football starts tomorrow, and it is big time slate of games. I know we were supposed to get USC Alabama, but instead Arkansas State at Memphis, eight p.m. ESPN uh, primetime Saturday night. Drew Memphis is a nineteen point favorite. Who you got in that one? Morning recovery because I'm gonna need to. Jesus. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Uh, so we're we're doing the spread. Memphis is at home. They're giving what'd you say nineteen? Nineteen and I Arkansas think Arkansas State. Arkansas State and I think Memphis's star running back just opted out of the season. Yeah, one of the other things I was gonna say is like their practices have been kind of weird, like the NFL too, right? Yeah, most uh, I guess I'm gonna take Arkansas State then. Take Ar- taking the points. Okay, you're gonna take Arkansas State and the points on the road in prime time. Uh, Hold on, is- let me put that money down so I remember what I did. Because otherwise, <laughs> I got I'm you. Fucking forget. I got you on this one. Is Arkansas State an FCF school? Are they? <laughs> Are you no, taking? No, no, no. They're uh, they're Sun Belt, aren't they? Are they? I, I was just gonna say they're legit. I honestly don't know if uh, where they're at. Okay, cool. Well, the so- other thing is, didn't Memphis didn't Memphis's coach leave last year? He got a real job. Uh, yeah, I think he might have gotten out of the AAC. <laughs> they beat you. They beat UC twice in the span of one week, and he was like, "All right, I'm done." He's like, "That's enough for me. We'll go ahead. <laughs> Nothing more to accomplish here." Uh, all right, Scott, one or three? I'm gonna take three. Three. Ooh, baby. You got the big one, Scott. You got the big one. The Mac Daddy of them all. The Monday night matchup. The oh, Monday God. night, 8 p.m., the, the ever awesome week one Monday night college football game, BYU at Navy. Uh, this one is basically a toss-up. BYU is giving one and a half points. Where <clears throat> Where's the game? Uh, it's at Navy. Uh, Navy, the, the rare home underdog. I'm going to mm. take Navy. Taking Navy, everybody taking the uh, the underdog so far. I like that. I like that pick. BYU travels so well though that this is going to be like a BYU home game. I don't trust the Mormons, <laughs> dude. There ain't no lines sit. for college football right now. What the fuck is going on? There's a few. Are you sure? Are you sure they're playing? Yes, I am positive they are playing. Uh, 
Biscuit saying Memphis has better barbecue, so Memphis with the points is when he's taken. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with that logic right there. That's, that's I mean, that's not bad. It's 19-point <laughs> spread. I mean, well. All right. I So that leaves me well, but with. But see, to cover, they would have to score 20 points, and that I'm not so sure of. Mm, all right. 20 more points than the other team. I mean, so well, I have. I mean, 20 points, period. Oh, well, I think I, I think Memphis watched that FCS game. I think Memphis runs this one up against Arkansas State. That's what I think. I feel like that's going to be the case. All right, here's what I got: Central Arkansas at UAB, the kickoff, the first uh, FBS game tomorrow night, 8 p.m. And where else do you catch the first college football game of the season? ESPN three. That's right. We're on ESPN <laughs> three. <laughs> Central Arkansas at UAB. UAB is an 18 point favorite. And without a doubt, I am taking UAB to cover that 18 points because there is no way that Central Arkansas comes within 18 of UAB. Not right, on, so... not in prime time on ESPN three, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the big lights. All right. <laughs> That's. <laughs> No, no joke. The, there's two games tomorrow night. One is on ESPN three. One is on CBS Sports Network. It's the that, opening. Like, it's the opening of college they, football. They don't think they're actually going to happen. That's why. Well, I was just going to say. I was like, we've been clamoring for sports for months, and like ESPN has got to be like in the red for the year, and they're just like, eh, whatever. Well, man. how much well, of no, that though do you got, think is they, NBA playoffs? Like, yeah, let's say they got basketball. Oh yeah, I guess they got I, baseball. I but still. So wait, all right. So here's here's the funny part, right? So I finally found the college football lines on Bovada. I got Mike. I got your game, except UAB's given nineteen and a half. Nope, I'm taking eighteen. I got it locked in no, at eighteen. Well, so Look, I'm just saying, if if we want to play a little fun game for the show, I'll put the money down on whatever. Um, so we got Central Arkansas UAB, Southern South Alabama, Southern Mississippi, Middle Tennessee State Army, uh, and that's on the fifth. SMU Texas State on the fifth as well. Arkansas State Memphis. So I'm going to put my money on that one. BYU Navy. Yep. UAB Miami Florida. That's though. next week. That's well, next. that's what I'm saying. So we've got one, two. What is that? We got six games on the board for the first week. For the first week in college through. football. Yep. What in the hell, man? Going to be pretty weird. When you're opening slate, normally this is the time of the year when you've got the cool matchups. Like I said, USC versus Alabama. Uh, I think uh, you were going to have some some Big Ten games that were pretty big uh, against big-name opponents. And yeah. instead, the this Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A kickoff, man. <laughs> That's usually the best part of it. Javi chiming in. What's up, Javi? He's saying, Frenette to the Bucks? No way. Please tell me that's... Who cares? Scott, what'd you do? You picked, uh, what, BYU minus a point and a half? No, I took No, Navy. he took... Uh, Navy plus point and a half? Yep. All right, cool. Do All right. you want to parlay this, gentlemen? Yeah, we might as well. You got to parlay it, right? You got to parlay that. Uh, yeah, so there you I mean, go. There's our first. Right. There's our first picks of the year. We will see how the standings rate uh, as of next week. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of L's that we take this year, guys. Uh, just Wait, so just looking at who's playing, it's going to be a lot of L's that we. I would say. So is this the kickoff to to Mookie's alimony payments? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, I say we do it, man. I'm in. I look forward to my first run wrong one of many. <laughs> Oh, guys, we can buy points. You want to buy some points? No, nah, I'm good. Uh, no, yeah, I ain't, I ain't buying anything. I don't, I don't have to buy things. Um, let's fire up the... Uh... <laughs> I don't think you guys understand how this works, but that's okay. 
<laughs> Wait, do I have to really put money down? Because I want to actually put money. No, in. dude, I'm putting money down. I, I got, I got. Like again, I told you about this. We, I want to do the Mookie alimony meter or whatever, <laughs> and I know it's a, I know it's a winning segment because when I told my wife about it, she just looked at me and was like, "Why, why is that entertaining? Why would anyone care?" Yeah, that means it's good. That means it's, that a, good means segment. it's a good segment. So, all right, we'll just start off here. We'll take it easy. We'll ease into it. You know, only six games the first week. We'll have a lot. Conference play uh, starts in a few weeks. Yeah, and we'll probably still have six games once all of Alabama gets the COVID. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> all right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some some hot takes barbecue here real quick, uh, because Kirk Cousins coming in hot today. Uh, he blew up the news cycle. Uh, with his quote about getting COVID uh, during the season and how he's not afraid of it. And uh, his quote was, quote, if I die, I die. All right. There you go, Kirk. He, uh, Thanks, he, Kirk. He doesn't Thanks, believe Kirk. masks help. He, uh, he doesn't uh, think they do anything and feels like, well, if I die, I die. Uh, Scott, how hot is that take? It's it's red hot because, I mean, the the idea that Kirk Cousins, like, that COVID would even bother with him. I mean, he's lucky to have a job in the NFL. But it's only because there's a bunch of gullible stuff. Like, Kirk Cousins isn't even worthy of getting COVID, so I guess I wouldn't be worried about COVID if I was Kirk Cousins either. Like, COVID has more important people to infect than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, COVID or no COVID, I, I think the Vikings are probably better off if he catches it. <laughs> I love this idea of COVID coming up to Kirk Cousins and being like, Oh, my bad. You're Kirk Cousins. Uh, see ya. Yeah, and he hits him with the, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Drew, how hot of a take is this Kirk Cousins, if I die, I die take? I mean, I was going to say it, it's it's mild because, like, again, it's Kirk Cousins. Like, do you really think him or anyone else on the Vikings is catching anything this year? <laughs> like, Cat's got, like, a 50, 55% completion percentage. So, yeah, like, it's easy to say that when you're not worried about it because of who you are. Um, but then Scott just stole all the right points. And, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Honestly, honestly, how much you want to bet the Vikings front office was sitting there going, all right, cool. So, like, how do we get the NFL to let us make masks optional at work? And then, you know, (laughs) have Kirk go do, like, a charity fundraiser at a hospital situation because, like... And that twenty-five million a year is really hurting our salary cap. Except it's guaranteed. Suck this year. I was just gonna say, it was like all that money guaranteed. It's guaranteed, probably, it don't matter. I hope they had a pandemic clause in there that said, uh, but if a pandemic, pandemic clause, my ass, ass, if they kill them off, it don't fucking matter, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it, it forces them to not pay. Like the, the Vikings are probably trying to sneak COVID in now as we. Speak. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey, Kirk, come huff on this uh, rag. <laughs> Yeah, and oh, if you give it to the rest of the team, that's okay. We didn't want to pay Dalvin Cook anyways. So well, here's, Dalvin Cook is going to get hurt on his own. He don't need COVID. Here's what got lost in all of this today, because there was a lot of people in an uproar about it. And, and Didn't he backpedal? He didn't backpedal. This was a, a perfect case of the headline got people fired up, and they, they didn't read any further. That's all they, they went with. Um, oh yeah, just, this is America. Why? Why we? Why you expect us to read? Yeah, yeah no, I, I actually read the whole thing and what he actually said, and it didn't change my opinion that he's a dumbass. Well, I okay, so I don't necessarily disagree that he's a dumbass for not believing the in masks. Uh, you know, I feel like there's enough uh, evidence out there that says just wear a mask and it helps you build out. But uh, and Emmanuel uh, Acho put this out where he said 
if you see what he actually said, he doesn't necessarily believe in the masks, but he still wears them to protect other people. Uh, it, you know, whatever, which is kind of counterproductive because like, or counterintuitive because it's like, well, if you don't believe in them, then why would you wear them to help somebody else out? But basically, if it's required, he's going to wear a mask. He's not going to be a Karen and start screaming and yelling about my rats. Dude, this wait, is America. Wait, wait. So I, I saw I saw a response to that tweet. that was like, yeah, he does a great job wearing the mask at work where he's required. Right, but that's the Which point. I he's... don't want to even talk about that. Who gives a fuck? What I want to know is, all right, so like if you're Kirk Cousins and you say, I don't believe in masks, you can't make me wear one. I'm not going to do this shit. Let me in the building and do my job. And the Vikings are like, no, you're not wearing a mask. You're not letting the building. Does he still get paid? It's guaranteed. Yeah, he's he's guaranteed. So then Kirk Cousins is a dumbass motherfucking idiot because that's the card I'd play. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't believe masks. They're not real. I'm not wearing one. They'd be like, well, then you can't come to the building. I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to sit on my ass and get this check. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Like, you could still believe in masks and all of that to play the dumbass Karen to get paid 20 mil to just sit on your ass and not get drilled. (laughs) I mean, that's not a bad play. I kind of dig that play, Drew. Um, like, what else are we about here, Craft Sports, Craft Root Sports, besides getting paid for shit we don't deserve? No, you're 100% right. That is the American dream right there. Um, so, yeah, maybe he's maybe it's a bad take just for that simple fact that he, he should utilize it as a way to say that he doesn't want to work anymore. Um, Kirk Cousins, if I die, I die. I'm just here for all the, the Rocky memes. If I that- die, I die. <laughs> Yeah, he went full uh, Ivan Drago on us for for that one. Uh, so thank you, Kirk Cousins, for whatever it was that was that you, you did for us. Uh, let's give a shout-out real quick to our friends at Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you, everybody. Go to dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off of your order. Drink out of a bat just like we do here on the show. Open up your beers with a, a baseball beer bottle opener. Uh, they've got some amazing, cool products that are sure to turn heads. Uh, all your favorite teams, customizable designs, wine glasses made from bats, bat shot glasses. Uh, hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off the order. That's dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Guys, I'm very excited about this bit if it actually works out, uh, unless you two want to go ahead and fuck this one up for us, too. Uh, but basically, it's time to put you both to sleep because I want to talk a little golf, fellas. And I, I wish I had my sound cue. I don't even know where all my sound cues went. Everything's – this whole show has gone to shit. Listen, uh, it, Yeah, because I can't follow fucking show notes. I know. Um, Bitch – Come at me in NBA Jam instead of talking shit. Let's get on these sticks. Oh, I would. What you got? You got the uh, Xbox One version? No, I don't fuck with no Xbox. PlayStation till I DIE, baby. Now, we talked to... Did we we not... Actually, we talked about this like two months ago, and someone was like, oh, you can play online here, and then we didn't. Oh, yeah. Something about an emulator or some shit. Emulating the real fucking game. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 go. we don't want to step on Mike. Mike All right, sorry, yeah, so so, anyways. Mike, do that golf. Thank you, we're going to do, do that golf here. Uh, golf, it's more entertaining wow, than wow, baseball. How surprising that now we're down to eight live viewers. Uh, here, listen, seven it, viewers. People miss, are, they're missing out then because last weekend there was one of the most exciting finishes to a golf tournament that I have ever seen. Uh, Dustin Johnson hit like a 40-foot putt that forced a playoff against John Rahm. Rom comes in and hits a 60-footer in the playoff hole to win. Uh, 
absolutely amazing uh, that that he did that and won that tournament. However, it sets things up for the tournament championship this weekend. Dustin Johnson starting off in the lead. If you remember, Scott, we talked about this last year. They made those changes of the tournament championship, and instead of having like the weird situation where somebody could win the FedEx Cup without actually winning the tournament, and it's kind of anticlimactic. Now they stagger everybody based on their standings. Yeah, so wait, Dustin wait, wait, Johnson. So are we, wait, so are we playing? Or? Are we playing tournament edition? Or are we playing like classic NBA Jam? Is because this? tournament edition Ooh. has those hot spots, and I like to to make sure that I uh, like I embarrass you. I want to hit a, a seven pointer from beyond the arc. That you're no, just, no, 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 wanna, no, no, like, no. We gotta go straight you. up, man. Just straight up rules. Just basketball at its rules. finest. Dude, it's NBA Jam. The, the rules are loose as it is. I figure we play tournament edition. And you just know we could. No, no, you know we do, Scott. We do this right, right? We go, we go best of five, maybe. Best of five, best of five. We'll figure it out. Best of five is probably reasonable. Best of five with uh, what do you call it? With with no special rules, just straight up basketball. Best of five of tournament rules, or whatever the fuck that other thing was. Tournament edition. Yeah, that one. Guys, Dustin Johnson is starting the tournament at minus 10. John Rahm starting at minus 8. And then everyone else is staggered down to even par to start out the tournament. I love when they do this. We're going to have to watch for this. Uh, Four rounds. There's four rounds for this. Uh, Just like every other golf tournament that's out there. Is there an app? Because this sounds like a lot to keep track of. Yeah, there's an app. uh, But it's it's amazing to, like, start a tournament minus 10. That's a huge thing. However, does it really help? Because it might kind of mess with your mind where you're like, well, I've got a two-stroke lead already before I even swing the club so it why doesn't do necessarily put you in the 10? right why can't everyone just start plus 10 well they, hey, I mean, i'm putting the in the code thing. when we play so i can be bill clinton and al gore just so you know like i know we were talking about the whole thing it came up because of the bulls and, and who's and your third though then like it doesn't matter with gore and clinton you ain't beating me so no i'm not saying that i'm gonna beat you i just want to know who your third is because like that's an obvious like you know squad but like you need someone else here. And I'm just wondering, is it going to be Monica? Are you going to throw Hillary in there? Like, shit, mm-hmm. you can even go Chelsea for that that rookie, you know, uh, uh, talent. I'm just going to run the two starters in the ground. I don't need nobody else. Well, no, obviously. But you need someone to be on the bench to, like, wave that towel. Guys, I yeah, think Tiger Woods idea. might be retiring or something crazy is going on there. Because uh, I, I don't know. think Tiger. He ain't I don't know if retire. you saw this, but last night, Phil Mickelson put oh, out a tweet. Another penalty. Phil Mickelson put out a tweet that was kind of shocking. Here's what the tweet said. Wait, is he down to a B cup? Here's what. Uh, no, he's he's rocking full C's at this point. Mm. Uh, his tweet said, Dear Tiger, thank you for all that you've done for this great game of golf. No one has benefited more than me. And I just wanted to know. I just wanted you to know I appreciate you and all you've done. That's all. Thank you. Is oh, Tiger Phil retiring? Of, no, Phil got in some bottles of red and just, you know, he, he had to let his feelings out. <laughs> I th- I'm worried that Tiger's retiring, guys. I think Tiger might be retiring. No, I'm Phil's also going to put in the seniors tour. I'm also going to put in the code for uh, unlimited turbo because it, it gets really. Oh yeah, that's just like, fucking dumb. Why yeah, you I don't play even know. Why, I was going to say I don't know why they made it so that you have to like actually manage things. So it's like they make this fake, you know, no. Like it's a strategy game. game or something. Yeah, I was going to say, right? and then they're like, "Oh, we need you to manage how you use your turbo," and I'm mm. like, "No, nah, I just want to hold the button down and just run at full speed." Can we actually? No, that's fucking stupid too. Like we shouldn't even have to hold the button down. Just like let it be turbo all the time. Right, yeah. like oh, have if you ever it's played? an emulator, they should be able to plug that in too, so we don't have to well, fucking ha- press the button. Have you ever played with the the fast mode code put in there, where everything's sped up? Oh yeah, it's that's great. just wild. That's when I was a kid, and I was like, man, I can't wait to do speed because I was gonna say because <laughs> when you shove somebody, they go flying across the whole court. Oh yeah, like Ron Artest style. Mm. 
Yeah, like that guy that got it in Detroit. Can we also do <laughs> yeah, that idiot? Fuck that guy. Um, I still remember his face, priceless. Oh my god, why would you square up with him? Like, guys, there are it. fifty tournaments scheduled for next year. The PGA announced fifty tournaments, including six majors. It is absolutely bananas. Starts. Wait, uh, what? How are there six majors? There's four. They're they're doing six next year because of the uh, because this of COVID. And, so that Tiger can beat what's his name's record of majors. That's uh, all that is. All of those fifty events uh, offering official money, and that doesn't even include the Olympics. So not only do we get fifty PGA events, six majors, we also get the Olympics next year. <laughs> Cannot hey, wait, fellas. Can't breaking wait. Breaking news. Uh, tripping penalty on Jamie Ben here. So two-minute minor uh, against the Stars. The Avs go on the power play with two minutes gone in the second period, tied 1-1. Scott, looking, I, this is a chance. They need to score here. Do you think that if they don't score, they'll be all right through the rest of this game and a need-to-win match? They've got plenty of time. I'm not worried about it in the, this early in the Guys, game. Guys. If this was in the third period two, late, I'd be worried. It. Two right. Masters next year. We get the Masters twice. Are Wait, you they're joking playing at Augusta me? Twice? Yes. Two Masters tournaments within five months. <laughs> oh my God! I cannot wait for that. Plus the Olympics. God, this is going to be a golf fan's dream next year. Just wait, wait for all I the, the Olympics nap times. were in like November. Uh, it's next year during 2021. And no, it's the it's not. Ne- it's they just push it back a year. It's just June, right? They're still keeping it June, right? I don't know, man. I don't hey, Drew, know did you ever play the uh, the later NBA Jam version? It ran on the same en- engine, uh, NBA Showtime. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Yeah, the same. it was. It was you know watered. I mean? down. It was watered down, but it gave you that nostalgic feel. Like it was like this is good enough. Oh yeah, well it did. But see, it was one of those things where at first I got excited. I bought it. I played it. It's like, oh man, this is great. This is the same thing. But then after a day or two, I was like, man, you motherfuckers, you got me on my nostalgia. You got my money, but put shit ass work in here to actually deliver a quality game. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only it thing that wasn't was, good. The only thing that was uh, like good about it was the fact that it had the NBC license, so that you could get the NBA on NBC Tune on there. I which uh, shout out John Tesh. Yeah. On sixteen bit audio, there ain't nothing better. All right, fine. I'll stop talking golf, all right? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I won't talk golf anymore. Guys, uh, head on over to craftrootsports.com slash shop and uh, buy our shirts. I'm rocking to do that hockey shirt uh, right now. we got our Dinger Slinger shirt, Nuggets Please, uh, the soccer shirt that says it's more entertaining than baseball, and our golf shirt if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Hit it up, craftrootsports.com slash shop. Rep the show. uh, Let all your friends know where you got that gear from. Uh, yeah, right, so, sorry, Mike. Go ahead and talk about golf. No, we're gonna yeah, do that hockey. We get into that. We already oh, okay. talked golf. We talked. Oh, did we? We did. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. I was I was saving this, but so we're we're gonna give away some of them golf t-shirts at my dad's uh, annual golf outing. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a fantastic plan, Drew. Well, but only one because he didn't want to pay money <laughs> for that many. Because like. They I'll play get him a volume. And, I'll get him a volume discount if he wants to I get mean, a few. I, I, we'll hook it up. He's not special. He should have to pay the same way everyone else does. All right, let's the talk. Fuck is he done for us? Let's, let's talk a little hard knocks, guys. Uh, hard knocks episode four came out this week. Uh, starts off right off the bat with everyone's Sean got McVay. COVID. Now Sean McVeigh uh, watching the shooting of Jacob Blake and his reaction to it, okay. and uh, it was very, uh, very. Um, 
Like it staged. hit hard. No, nah, I wouldn't say it was staged. I think his reaction was genuine. Uh, but you got to see kind of the behind the scenes as to what these teams were dealing with as the conversations start happening in the locker room. And you see what happens in the NBA and the, the strike in the NBA and as it goes to the MLS and all these other leagues and how the NFL was handling that. Uh, so, Scott, what would you make of this episode? Um, it was tough because, like I like I've said, all – season long it's like how is this gonna work when you're not you know there's no preseason they still i mean like they still tried to angle the the cut thing and make it but it's just like it like nothing's clicking like none of the usual uh go-tos of hard knocks that actually work with the show like are there so they kind of have to force it and i knew it was gonna be kind of a bs episode i'll say this for the first three-fourths of the episode i was like god this is so lame but when they started off with mc <laughs> Vay talking about oh oh that's so wild uh about Blake getting shot. Excuse me, like, it came John off, Gruden it, Jr. Yeah, it was like it was like hey uh Sean, we need you to watch this video and give your most mm, kind of genuine reaction because it was so phony. Like there was nothing believable about Sean McVay talking about uh the Blake situation See? and shooting. Like it was weird. And then of course they they did the whole hey, we haven't talked about Mike Williams this entire season. Let's talk about how great Mike Williams is. Oh, Injury. Yep. Oh, like, <laughs> I, I already knew that Mike Williams was hurt in real right. life. But it was like, I was like, are they going to do that this week? Nah, they probably won't. But it was like, nope, they don't have a choice because there's absolutely there's nothing, nothing else, else to on. do. So they had See, to. So it's just, it, it was just, it, this whole season just It's going to be nuts, man, because like I, I did a couple of fantasy drafts for like leagues I've been in for one of them over a decade and like the commissioner sent out the invite a couple well it's been a while but he sent it out like three days in advance was like hey guys by the way like i updated the draft settings like we're gonna do it this date this time if that's a problem let me know i was like what the fuck what are you talking dude it's the middle of summer what are you talking about i looked at my watch i was like oh shit it's like late august speaking yeah, of that yeah, time to do it uh, like, fuck. speaking of that we are going to offer our expert advice in your fantasy so if anybody listening has fantasy questions uh if you have right. questions about your team who to pick up who to drop who to bench who to sit Send them in to us. You can leave a voicemail, 440-37-DRUNK. You can hit us up uh, on Twitter, at Crafty Sports. Send us a message on Facebook, whatever. Uh, just get us your questions. We are happy to give you the advice. Uh, and we've got a, a great resume among all of us, right, in terms of well, uh, say, fantasy I've, football. I've got a teaser here, too. I've, I've got a free piece of advice early on, right? So, like, if you are a smart person, man, woman, or otherwise – you will pay for that Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus package for five bucks a month or the introductory period for three months. And then you get all the ESPN insider shit for free. Mm, That'll get call. you through the fantasy season. You just straight up cheat on your bros and your homies and you beat them. And then you cancel that motherfucker and tell your kids, sorry, you weren't good this year. Santa said no. <laughs> That's a good plan, Drew. Well, we will. I mean, I think among all of us, like Scott, you've won your league a, a couple of times, correct? Oh, I mean, my fantasy prowess is actually like legit. I, I've I have quite a few titles uh, to my name. So if you're looking for it, but the, I'm just like Drew though. Uh, the the two leagues that I'm in, um, the the one I care about infinitely more than the other because there's money on it. That's the that's the uh, the SAT or the 
ACT leagues. Oh yes, but that's now, hot. but all we did the entire. But now you can't do that because they well, don't I was gonna say the all we the did, fucking text. So all we good. did the entire draft was think how we're gonna pick out a new punishment. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, we all were just like like. I didn't do any prep because I'm like, this thing isn't going to happen. And you guys know my stance on the past few months. I'm like, eh, COVID's going to shut everything down. So I went into the draft more or less cold. But that being said, uh, I mean, I'll still give you fantasy advice if you want it. Look, I am well, hey. I am a fantasy guru. I have come in last place in every single league I've been in. Uh, normally, <laughs> normally yeah, I, for- I forget that bye weeks exist and uh, I don't take guys out. And the next thing I know, I've lost three games in a row. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Injuries always get me. They always bite me. Uh, but, you know, what? it is what it is. No, but so, so he, but so I know what to do. I'm a perfect ex- example of those who can do, those who can't teach. And I'm happy to teach you all. I will teach well, you all. And here's the, the thing. Advice. This is exactly, this is the story of Mike as a fancy football NFL owner, right? He, he comes home from work. It's Thursday. It's like, oh, man, we got through the show this week. It was solid. I got through work. All I got to do is show up tomorrow, ride it out. I'm going to have, you know, a half fifth of Jameson. It's going to be a good night. And then after a while, he's like, oh, fuck, there's a football game. Yeah, well, that normally shit, gets looks me. like I lost that, that one, and I missed a guy there. Then Saturday comes around. Notre Dame plays football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, blackout Saturday all day, every day, what you want to do about it. True, true. Sunday. Mike either sleeps in because he's hungover, wakes up and deals with the <laughs> kids, but TLDR is he don't fix his lineup on Sunday, and that's how he has bye week players rolling on Sunday, and it's just too damn late to fix it by the time he remembers football is a thing after he's changed like the 17th pooper depper of the day. So, this is accurate. Yeah. This is very yeah. accurate. Uh, Bill also chiming in, uh, pointing out all of my errors on the stream, and I'm sorry, Bill. I try to get this as close and everything is perfect as I can, and I can't do it all, okay? I'm sorry. I can't do it all. Where the hell is Joe? Do, where is it. Joe at to fix this shit? Uh, not that Joe. Get well soon, Joe Hall. Anyways, uh, here's the two things I liked out of this Hard Knocks episode, Scott. I liked the goal line drill that Lynn did where they ha- he had him diving over I did, the, I the did pads. Like that. that was pretty entertaining. Five pads? The dude dove over five pads. That's impressive, man. Dude, when Austin Eckler, when they showed that shit in slow motion when he came up, and when I was like... Is that humanly possible? Like he, he got did up. not did not think that was gonna oh, be go possible. Avalanche. Also, we had a haka. You goddamn right. We got to see a haka uh, from the dude from the LSU. Oh, I like uh, that. Yeah, he he busted out a haka at practice. Yeah, and that, I think that was my favorite part of the episode. I just that. like how Lynn was walking away and he was like, he just made the team. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I laughed at that too, and I was like, "Am I the only one who's going to think that's extra no. funny? Because he probably won't actually make the team, right. but he's record for just." Wait, I did, dude. I made thing. I made a mental note on that one. I was oh, like, "That dude's car, getting baby. cut next week. That next so, episode, he's getting cut." Yeah. So, so for one, you're telling me it was a good idea to keep Austin Eckler as one of my keepers. I appreciate that. Yes. Yes. Um, he looks good. For two. Refresh my memory. Did the is the NFL changing their roster rules? Are they keeping more or extending the practice squad? Because that's the thing I think that's really going to make a fantasy season and just make NFL season interesting. Is that they did? They're going to have to be deeper. Yeah, like no, they, they can't go fifty three guys with this this whole for one COVID situations and for two the lack of an off season program. Honestly, is really stacked up. Yeah, and to me, it's it's like dudes. Like honestly, if if they had their normal stuff, does Mike Williams get hurt? 
Well, no, I think what it boils down to, it's like everybody has been clamoring for no preseason like forever. Like that's been the thing. Like, ah, we don't need preseason. It's, it's just not wise, man. Well, I was just going to say, I was like, but we're about to find out why we didn't actually want that wish to come true because the first four weeks of this season are going to be a shit show. Like, well, it's going to be a Even, preseason. Like, well, it's no, going to be, it's going to be like the XFL, basically. Well, and the thing is, like, even on a regular year, like the last few years, you like the first few weeks, it's like there's always the excuses of, oh, these guys, you know, they're just starting out and it's just coming off a of camp because like all the starters barely play in the preseason. But now we're going to have that for the first five, six weeks probably. And then you add COVID on top of that. It's going to be a nightmare. Like fantasy is just going to be a joke. Well, and seeing, yeah, it's, it's going to be a hot ass mess. And so, like, honestly, what I'd be curious to see is. Maybe it's not no preseason, but maybe is it is it sevens? Is it seven on seven stuff? Do you really need the guys in the trenches hitting each other? Or is there a way to make that work where like if you're in practice or you're in spring training or not spring training, but like uh whatever, you're in training camp, and even when they do the scrimmages against teams, they don't go full speed. But if you're in a seven v seven uh preseason game where you don't know the blocking scheme or you don't know the wide receiver's routes through going full speed but not hitting, that that avoids the soft tissue injury. You you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm getting at here? Like, you, you take out the collisions, the things that honestly hurt, break bones, concuss, whatever, and you give guys a chance to work out their muscles and go fast twitch. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no, this no, this year's going to be a nightmare. I'm not yeah. – no, I'm saying, like, in the I mean, like, future – The, the waiver the, wire is going yeah. to be more important than it's ever been. Well, and, and they've been talking about that on Hard Knocks. an auction league this year? Fuck that. They've been saying that in Hard Knocks, Ooh, that, like, no. practice squad, like, when you get cut, be ready because somebody is picking you up this year. Like, the NFL is going to have so much turnover. There's going to be so many guys yeah. that are cut and brought back and moved up and dropped down. Like, it's – it's going to be. I will say, baseball's show. baseball's actually not had an outbreak recently. Like they seem to have figured it out. They had a little bit of rough go early, but at least, if nothing else, Rob has you know put a gag order on all these idiots. You know what else bothered me? And I was like, <laughs> I'll say this too. It's like the the I guess cherry on the whole thing was. So they're doing all this stuff, you know, you know, they're focused on the social justice thing or whatever. And then like Lynn straight up mentions Kaepernick and I'm like, see, that's the problem. Like I have a hard time buying any of the stuff that they showed in the episode because I'm like, this is the league that completely botched. Like they had the chance to be like the front and center of this whole thing and they botched it. And so now I'm supposed to believe that like any of this is actually through. like, I wanted to be like, Hey, all of you guys who were in the NFL before why weren't you saying any of this yeah when where was doing what he was doing like you guys just now were like yeah we got to stand up for this and it's it like it comes off as just so fake exactly that's the that's the hard thing to to kind of deal with and and i mean maybe it's that you know these guys really were just afraid to to stand up and be a part of that and you know, whatever they have to make their decisions and they have to live with those of, do you risk your job? You saw what was happening to Colin Kaepernick. Do you risk your career uh, knowing that you're likely going to have the same fate as Kaepernick or do you go ahead and uh, just keep your mouth shut and try to do things on your own time and take care of things? You know what I mean? Like I, I can't, I, I personally can't fault anybody because I also know that like, 
I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'd like to think that I'd be like right there kneeling next to Kaepernick and be like, no, nah, this is, but at the same time, I'm like, man, that's a lot of fucking money. Like that's what well, yeah, so, so it depend on who you, where you're standing in the league was, because like, I don't blame the guys who are on the, the, the roster bubble like that, you know, I'd yeah, like, yeah, I'm not gonna right. my money. but like the guys that, you know, were established and, and players, you know, in the same tiers is cop, as like the fact that none of them stood up was, it was the part that irked me. Scott, be careful. You don't want to break Brack. Um, it's, it's, it's tough. Cause the thing is, is like, honestly, you know, you come down to it. Like, cause those guys, it wasn't just being on the bubble to play football. It wasn't just to get your name on an NFL Jersey. It was to support your family. You right. I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. Those like, guys are so breadwinners and stuff. And like, it's hard to say, cause I gotta be honest, man, if I'm putting myself in those shoes, I'm probably just like, oh, man, I got to ride this out. I'll figure out a way to deal with this, make it whole later. But like what really, really bothers me is if I'm like Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, again, naming white quarterbacks because I'm a white guy, at a certain point, you just got to say, fuck this, dude. Enough is enough, man. Like, these are my brothers. I go to battle with these guys every day. It took them until you know this I mean? year to hit that point. Well, and, and, and that's what's the problem, though, is like, how is that okay? Like, that would that pisses me the fuck off. I get mad enough about this shit just, you know, casually with my friends and stuff that happens. And I have no forum or anywhere to stand up for it. And these fucking assholes are sitting there being worried about what, like their Nike. De- no, not their Nike because Nike stood behind Colin. They're worried about like their fucking, I don't know, Chibani yogurt deal and other <laughs> bullshit like that. That doesn't fucking matter anymore, man. Like stand for something, be someone worth looking up to and deal with it. The problem is, is until the NFL learns from the NBA and pulls a Donald Silver and that motherfucker in Washington, nothing's going to change. Nothing at all. Because we need to get that cocksucker out of there because not only does he not respect black people and minorities, he doesn't respect women. So that motherfucker respects maybe like, I don't know, 10% of all the world population. But it's cool because, you know, he's rich as fuck. It's fine. Like, we'll just get a couple few pussy slip shots, you know, on the video from the cheerleader shoot because that's, you know, what old man white guy wants. Now is the time to do it. And honestly, as for a shit commissioner as Roger has been, he has a chance to turn all of that around, force that motherfucker out, get that franchise out of that family, and do what is right for actual change. Yeah, but that ain't gonna happen. I, don't, I don't think we're getting rid of the, the Dan Snyder at all. Uh, all right, guys, we got like a minute. Oh, sorry. Gibson, Haley, damn sorry. Whatever. They all fucking suck. So whatever. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, we got about a minute left. Let's stick to sports real quick. Uh, stick to sports, fellas. Just stick to sports. Guys, I'm so sorry. The I Jags, stick to sports. Stick to sports. The Jags Literally, release. That's all I know. I should just stick to sports. The Jags release Leonard Fournette. Uh, are they tanking for Trevor? Scott, yes or no? Yes. Drew, yes or no? Um, they're not just tanking for Trevor. They're also tanking for uh, William Sweeney. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, that's the other rumor. Uh, what Javi talked about earlier, uh, Fournette now to the Bucks. The Bucks winning uh, the NFC? Scott, yes or no? No. Drew, yes or no? Uh, yes. Oh, he's got, he's got him 
taken down I'm the Niners? Like, the Bucks are the house of cards. And I'm like, I don't, and, and it's not even because the Niners are in the NFC. It's that it's that one team that like every year there seems to be a team that loads up on guys. You're like, they finally have <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. Yes. And then it ends up being a huge nightmare. And that's exactly what I see with the Bucks. Like you yeah, like but the like Scott, isn't that basically what the NFC is? Is it's it's a house of cards, the entire NFC. No, 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 no. The the, the NFC is legit. It's the AFC that's just garbage. All right, so wait. All right, I I will I will bow to your prowess here. Who in the NFC that's not the 49ers would beat them? The Saints. The Saints. Yeah, I'd they're in the, the same division. Yeah, like yeah. the Saints are still better than. Like I would still pick the Saints. I don't care that they got Tom Brady because all you're saying is that they swapped. Yeah. Genius so the for, first time the Saints lose a close game and and uh, Michael Thomas turns around and to Drew Brees is like, hey. Fuck you, racist motherfucker! I ain't playing with you anymore. The Saints. Here's the here's the deal. The Saints will beat the Bucks, but they will choke in the playoffs like the Saints do. That's just yes. that's that's the Saints. That's yep. their mo. Uh, all right, let's do baseball real quick. The Padres make a big trade at the deadline. They get Mike Clevenger from Cleveland. Are the Ooh. Padres a team we should be looking at for the World Series now? The Padres. Uh, the dads, who man. Cares. The fathers, baby. And uh, yeah, actually, if you had asked me that question before the season, I would have said yes. Before these moves, the Padres were legit. Like they're trying to actually do the right thing. And and they grew their own people and added pieces that made sense. I'm really mad that they got Clevenger over the Braves. So, yeah, I'm scared of the Padres. Yeah, until (laughs) until that sport decides to correct the fact that their officiating crew makes a mistake on 15 percent of pitches. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I mean that that number sounds low. Yeah, I, I was gonna say fifteen. Wow, that's wow. That's uh, that must be without Angel Hernandez in the mix. Yeah, seriously, four four point four percent of uh, games in twenty fifteen that ended on a pitch, as in like it was a strike, a ball, whatever, were wrong. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, that's been stick to sports. I'm glad we stuck to sports, guys. That was a that was a great in depth sports talk. It's what we do best here. This is last call. Brought to you by Morning Recovery and More Labs. Hit them up, everybody. Uh, drink one bottle of Morning Recovery while you're partying. Bounce back quickly the next morning, guaranteed, or your money back. Just go to morelabs.com. Use the code Sports at checkout for twenty percent off your non subscription purchase. They've got a new flavor out that they are going to be sending me to to sample. Lemon ginger. I felt a little. I was a little. I was like, "That's a little racist for you to send Wait, that to me." Wait, was that not what we? What it already was? It was just lemon. It wasn't lemon ginger. Uh-oh. They they put a little ginger in it. Um, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how that one is once we once I get that in uh, to give it a shot. But you know, head on over. I always like the little ginger in me. I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of people do. Morelabs.com. Uh, Use uh, the code Sports to get twenty percent off this week. Uh, where did my screen go? I was drinking. Cinnamon Roast Crunch from Noble Ale Beer Works. Scott, you were drinking Key Lime Smoothie IPA. Uh, who makes that one? Who's that one by? Austin Brothers Beer Company. Austin Brothers. And Drew, you had Supernova from Imagination, which is a very hard name to say after you've been drinking for a while. Imagination Brewing. Uh, we were rating this one on the cereal scale from Garbage Ass Raisin Bran all the way to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Scott, where does Key Lime Smoothie IPA fall? on that scale for you 
I had it up there, and I said I would pour it on my favorite cereal. I'm gonna back off just slightly, and it's not that it's not good. It's the that uh, those vanilla beans disappeared along the way. Like very, very good beer, but the vanilla beans disappeared, and I kind of feel like that took away from some of its uh, flavor depth profile. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Drew, uh, Supernova, where does it fall in the cereal scale from Raisin Bran up to Cinnamon Toast Crunch? So Cocoa Pebbles, if you're asking. (laughs) I do like Cocoa Pebbles, too. No, I'm going to rate this a a Honey Nut Cheerios and Honeycomb, and that's not a negative at all. Honeycomb is awful. Yeah, Yeah. fuck off, That cereal sucks. Oh, my God. No one's fucking asking you, Scott. (laughs) It's my turn to rate the beer on the cereal scale, and those are the cereals I'm crushing right now and I love. I'm murdering a family size of honeycomb myself in the last few days. So suck a fat cock. I'm gonna be like Bill on this one. Jesus, is it your job to be salty all day? <laughs> hey, before we even came on air, my wife's like, "Man, I feel like Drew's gonna be feicy tonight." Yeah, uh, you were. She was goddamn you right. Were when you was ruined the bit. You it's ruined the bit and you got super feisty. No, Scott ruined the bit, whatever. Fuck all y'all. But really the important part <laughs> Both is, of you ruined this, it. Yeah, this is this is not no, this isn't all serious. This is an awesome beer. It holds up. It's a uh, it's a hazy pale ale. It's got that New England style to it. It hits a little hard, but it's not boozy. It, highest of qualities. I cannot wait to drink the other one. Uh late night sitting on the deck in the dusky time. You know, I don't want it to be dark. I don't want it to be day. I I have plans for this beer. All right. Uh, Cinnamon Roast Crunch for me does not quite hit Cinnamon Toast Crunch levels. It's got some good coffee flavor. I think the issue for me is the low ABV. Like if this one was a higher packing ABV, I'd be way on board with this. But the fact that it's 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 less than 6%. Like this falls in at like Bud Light level. Uh, So I just can't rate it that high it's a good beer the taste is there it's very coffee flavored it does have that cinnamon flavor to it like you get in cinnamon toast crunch so i would put this one at like maybe apple jacks uh where it falls like it's good oh, uh it's not bad oh, it's, it's apple a good jacks is one of those i will never eat apple there. jacks again because oh. early in the covid situation i had a bowl of apple jacks and i said to jen i go uh, babe, I think I got the COVID. I can't taste apple. <laughs> I can't think. Can you taste apple in these? I can't taste apple. I don't got COVID. And she's like, babe, shut up. Like, they're Apple Jacks. I was like, I'm like nobody's ever tasted apple in Apple Jacks. That's no, it's not, it's not an apple flavor in Apple Jacks, but it's still a good flavor. So I, I like it. Yeah, it's all right. It's a good one. It's not the greatest cereal, but it's also, you know, not Chex Good news mix. is I didn't have COVID then. Well, I'd good. rather have checks than apple checks. Just for the I do I'd rather have checks than raisin bread. Delicious. Yeah. I'd rather I have checks than raisin though. I'm fine with Crispix it. Crispix is all right. Crispix is all right. Crispix gets too. Crispix gets too soggy. That's the problem with Crispix. Uh, like it gets soggy, way so. too soggy, way too fast, and that's a problem. You got to have some crunch in that cereal. Uh, this has been Last Call Again, brought to you by More Labs. MoreLabs.com. Use the code Sports get twenty percent off your entire order. Sell out. Fellas, this has been a show. This was a thing that we did. We put it out to the public. We fought. I got very red faced today. I've I don't think I've ever been that red faced on this show. Um, and it takes a lot to get me that red faced. Normally that the vein, normally the vein is popping out of my neck, and that's just because of how I have to sit in the chair and the steroids that I'm on. But that like, who you guys had me 
fired up on that one. So fellas. basically what we need to do every week is have Scott fuck up an entire segment. Yeah, I mean if if you on if, purpose, I mean if no, people are if people are looking for uh for the the battles, if people want to see us fight, then yeah, that's all you got to do is have somebody fuck up a segment and I will lose my shit. Uh, but it was a very good time. It was a very good I still show. contend this was Scott's fucking fault. Uh, it was, and then it was your fault. You both fucked it up for me because uh, I could yeah, because you it. didn't know that you didn't tell me you had threat level midnight sitting in the background, dude. Guys, listen. Here's what we need to do. Uh, let's put our differences aside, and, and in all seriousness, again, we started the show serious. We'll end the show serious. Uh, Joe Hall, we hope you're getting better, man. Uh, I hope the surgery That's went right, well buddy. today. I hope the next surgery goes well. Uh, if you guys want to contribute to help out Joe Hall, shoot us a message, uh, send us a DM, whatever you got to do, and we will make sure those funds get to Joe Hall. We are uh, It's overwhelming the amount of support that you guys have, uh, have done for Joe. So thank you very much. I just realized that everybody else is doing this because I'm doing other things. So. It's okay. <sighs> yep. Sorry. You're driving. You. I am driving the show. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Be sure to follow Follow us on face or on Twitter and Instagram at Crafty Sports. Like the show on Facebook. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us those reviews. You have no idea how much that helps in the logarithms and helps us out. So leave us a review, uh, rate the show, help us out, uh, throw us the retweets and the uh, the shares, all that good stuff. All of that helps the show continue to grow uh, and allows us to help to make. Things like what we did for Joe Hall happened. So thank you guys for the listeners. Thank you for helping us out. Uh, We will see you all next week. Cheers, everybody. Rest in peace, King. place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.